Hello and welcome to another edition of the Substandard, sponsored by Tripping.com. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sonny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you the Substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just look at our podcast and search for Substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe, tell your friends, and leave a review. Gentlemen, how are we today, Thursday? JVL. I'm very tired. What's happening? You, you both have daughters. Yes. Do you? Are your daughters daddy's girls? No. No, but she knows when... If, if she wants something, she'll know it, that to be adorable, and then I'll give her whatever it is she, she wants. I'm sure at some point it'll be like the car keys, you know, <laughs> or here's my wallet, you know. But that hasn't happened yet, but I know when it happens, I'll be totally pliable for that. So anyway, why? What's your situation, We're JBL? We're in a bad sleep place in the house, mm. and my girls are both having bad dreams. About bad, what? bad dreams. Uh, the five-year-old about alligators and crocodiles, and the seven-year-old about floods. And uh, and so I've spent the last couple nights literally just ping-ponging between my girls' beds. Like, you know, Daddy, come and cuddle me. I'm so scared. I can't fall. So go in, lie down with her. She falls asleep. I get up. I head back towards my room. And I get, like, intercepted in the hallway by the other one. Daddy, I'm having bad dreams. Come on. And it's, I don't know. So, like, I'm, you know, climbing up to the top bunk of a children's bunk bed set, to say, which thankfully has not collapsed yet. But surely that's coming, and it's just not. A but lot they of have sleep. so much more room for activities with the bunk beds. Yeah, well, they're right. There's that. The stepbrothers. Yes. Joke. Does anyone? Oh no! I no, I, no I it's great. It. You guys. Okay. Everyone Step should see stepbrothers. Okay. Instead of talking about Black Panther, we should talk about stepbrothers <laughs> okay, for an hour. Done. Done. So, Sorry, I'm listeners. tired. That's Sorry, all. You just How are you, Vic? Tired. I'm. I'm fine. Uh, Sunny first, though. Uh, I'm great. Okay. I uh uh I'm fine actually. I I'm not great. I wouldn't say I'm great. But uh, uh, I did get a chance to rewatch uh, Ex Machina and Sunshine this week uh, because I'm well, getting ready for Annihilation. Uh, which Sunshine is this? Sunshine, sunshine is the not Danny the Ray Boyle, Lions, the Danny Boyle, uh, Ale- directed by Danny Boyle, written by Alex Garland, starring Killian Murphy and Chris Evans and. Is sci-fi? They're in space. They're, they're in space. Going, they're there's going, a monster in space. It's, it's alien. But right. they're not heading towards kind of. the sun. Well, they're traveling to the sun to restart oh, yes, it yes. with a giant nuclear That's bomb. Right. That's right. And like the first 80% of the film, which is like, again, kind of focused on the getting to the sun part of it, is really good. It's like kind of like mm-hmm. good, interesting, mm-hmm. soft, hard sci-fi. I wouldn't say it's like hard sci-fi. There's like a lot of silly things that happen in it. Um, they show nipples, but no genitals. Con- yes. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Get it? Soft, uh, soft sci-fi. I get it. Oh, hearts. I get like, it. It's, it's a porn I get it. It's very clever. It's very, wow. clever. it's very clever. It's very clever. But then the last twenty minutes turns into like a space monster mm-hmm. movie, and mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. it is, it is annoyingly bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I, it's. I really wanted to see that movie, mm-hmm. except for the space monster stuff, because I like everything about it looked unique and interesting. Except then the trailer was like, "Oh, and there's a space monster." At which point I was like, "I've seen that movie fifty times. Yeah. Why do I need that?" Yeah, it's unfortunate, but. 
Uh, and I also, I, 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 like I said, I also rewatched Ex Machina, which I really love and is like, I think is, I don't think it's underrated or anything. I think it's actually properly rated. People rate it very highly, but it is the, it is, it is my favorite movie about AI and like the kind of different versions of the Turing test because it was kind mm. of pitched to people as like, oh, it's the Turing test. You know, can yeah. she, can yeah. he tell if she's a robot? Well, that, that's not mm. actually what it is. It is actually, uh, an AI box test. It is a, it's a, it's a movie about, uh, the the true test of uh, of intelligence being able to trick someone into letting you out of a box when they know that you shouldn't let them out of the box when you're only uh, the only thing you've been told is like you can't let this thing out of the box how long will it take the AI to get you to let it out of the box so anyway it's 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 intriguing. fascinating I, I I have I have not seen that have you seen Ex Machina I have not it looks great I I it want is, to people love it I get confused though between Ex Machina and Existence. No, that's something else. Jennifer that's Jason Lee? I think so. It's it's extremely which one is the one with drugs? That's a Cronenberg there's, movie? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. There's one that's a dark, deep I think you and I saw movie. that ourselves. But together. Maybe. I don't know. Are you thinking of Lost Highway? No, I'm, I'm not. I feel not. like Existence it's, it's, and it's, Lost it's Highway came out about the same sort of time. About the same thing. So, uh, and Annihilation is coming up. Annihilation it is a book, out. right? It was, Wait, what is Annihilation? So is this Annihil- an X-Men an- movie? No. No. no, Annihilation is... Uh, oh, come on. It's a joke. <laughs> X-Men Annihilation. It sounds right, doesn't it? It does. Go ahead. It does sound like a terrible X-Men apocalypse. Movie. Right? <laughs> no, it uh, it's based on a book that is like very it, that is very mediocre, but a lot of people really love about a expedition of scientists that go into this area called Area X, mm-hmm. and it is alien possibly or something. Whatever whatever has happened in this area that has been quarantined off from the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the the earth is changing things are I, decaying rapidly and humans are becoming monster creatures yes there was like the alligator weird... with shark teeth right and, right and natalie portman firing like a machine squad? gun no no it's natalie portman no. firing a machine gun and oscar it's the same Isaac. Plot as suicide squad right i mean like there's an area that's quarantined off and oh. everything's decaying and there are people being turned into monsters and a special team has to go in and I guess. Save yeah, the sure. world. Yeah, yeah. Yes, right. It's Alex Garland's version of suicide. Okay, suicide. okay. okay. Right, good. All right, all right. So that's what you've been up to. Uh, How about oh, you, Victorino? Well, over the weekend, it was my son's birthday. That's right. Yes. Yes. And a decade he, of a dominance. A decade of dominance. He asked uh, uh, for something, and Kate relented, and so he got the- Lego edition, Homewrecker edition, Millennium Xbox Falcon. And Xbox. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Xbox 360 Xbox because 360 or he Xbox want, One. Did you get 360 his uncle to hook it up to the TV <laughs> for you? <laughs> I was. Yeah, I had to get it. I called a technician and uh, the Geek no, Squad uh, from the Best Geek Buy. Squad. I think the Geek Squad or like uh, my mother-in-law, who by the way, JVL says hello to you because she heard on the podcast you asked if she listened to the podcast. Yeah. Said, Please tell him. I said hello. She will go for her computer Oops. to. She'll go to, for her computer. She'll go to the computer lab if she has problems. A computer lab. Yeah, like they exist still. Do you like remember Sky in the lab? olden days? In the olden days, like in the eighties, nineties, like if we had, if you had an issue with your Apple, like with your uh, Mac, your Macintosh, or your two C, you could always go to one of these stores that were like computer people. Oh yeah, computer people. They, I still see, I still see these in small yes. dying towns yes. out throughout yes. the industrial. Well, and she, for the longest time, she would go there to bring her uh, Apple Cube. Remember the Cube? Oh yeah, the Mac. Yeah. The Mac yes, cube. the Mac yeah. Cube. But there are limitations on that cube. 
And, and it was such a modern looking thing, like that was going to be the thing. And then, of course, they moved on from there. Johnny so. Ivy did such a great job designing that. It, it, everything about this cube computer is so <laughs> specific and precise. You look, all the angles. We were at Apple, we were decided to design a CPU that's a perfect box. And when you look at, when you look at the angles, they're actually 90 degrees from every other <laughs> angle. <laughs> it's magic. That was a very, a very good. Who was that who was just here? We had a special guest. Special guest, Johnny Ivy. Very excited. Thank you, Johnny Ivy, who is for Johnny explaining Ivey? this. He's the head of design at Apple. You, never mind. All right. I don't want to so, spoil the joke. So he wanted specifically because of Lord of the Rings, uh, the game which is only on 360 oh. and not on one. It's a Lego Lord and of Xbox the Rings. And Xbox One is the new one, right? Yes. I, see, I'm a PlayStation guy myself. Uh-huh. I mm-hmm. All these Xbox systems. Uh, uh, I've never had that. I think the last thing I had to hook up like that was a ColecoVision. So, you know, and of course my dad did that. So this was okay except for it's, you know, I'm, sub- I'm using the HDMI cord if you want to get technical. So I take out the <laughs> Blu-ray player and I, I connect the Xbox to the HDMI. I know there's an audio thing. You could just do it on the side, but it says for high def. I was like, oh, I don't know. I better do high def. So I've been using the HDMI cable for that. And so you're, you then have to unplug that to replug in your, your Blu-ray player. No, now I have both because we have two outlets in the TV for you HDMI. You have two ports. I one can't believe you discovered ports. the second HDMI port. I That's did. Amazing. And one where of do, them where do you, is gold. Where yes. do you put the... Where do you put the uh, cable box HDMI right next to it. Do you have three inputs? Yeah. Yes. Oh, the other one is like not even. So there's the cable box uh-huh. from Verizon Fios right. that's connected to whatever it is. Like those five things that go in the so back. So you of use the, component uh, video for the cable. Oh box. yes, 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 yes. Are yes. you drunk? Like what? <laughs> you're using component video. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I have, cable I, box? I'm just saying yes. I'm actually this not is, sure. This has been a great podcast from 2007. You guys, how are you? How how right. is how is the how are the New New England Patriots doing against the New York Football Giants? So we're gonna wrap the show early because I'm gonna go over to your house and fix this crap no, because I it's ridiculous and I am offended on behalf of your eyes. You are making your children grow up watching what? low definition. No 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 scaled no 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 because no, no, what's no, happening is your TV is scaling sure? up the pictures. Yeah you no 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 that's true. not true at all. To get to the uh, Xbox, it's AV one or AV two, component oh. one. Is for no, just for uh, the Blu-ray. Just stop, stop. I'm going to go over to your house. You run you run your Blu-ray through a component. No, video? Blu-rays through the HDMI. Cable. Oh my God, this is. Well, I don't know what's happening. I will happening just fix here. it this afternoon. I don't just, know what's happening. I mean, honestly, you should. I just see holes you, you, and I plug it. I you just, just stick it in there. You just need. See, this will work. You need to ask people for help. You need to ask people for help because you're helpless. <laughs> you're like a child. Well, it's working. Wandering around in a mall it's saying, mommy, mommy. And then everyone looks at the child and they're like, that poor kid has lost his mother. Nobody does Nobody anything. anything Nobody help. does anything. You're that child. I got lost in a mall, too. That's a true story. Uh, <laughs> well, I was Anyway, I was trying to purposely get lost and then I really got lost. Uh, okay. so But my, my big thing with the Xbox is the, 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 the joystick controller. It's not like... The joystick. Called a joystick. The joystick. The joystick. The joystick. It's like... It's no Atari 2600 with a button and a stick. There's like, I don't know how many buttons on that. How do you 12? 12? What's your high score on Pac-Man on the <laughs> Xbox 360, Vic? That's the game I would get. That's the game I would get. So uh, that's what's happening there. Uh, also, if I could just switch gears here for uh, a moment. The other thing is last week, and uh, you mentioned this uh, uh, as well on Twitter, um, I went to True Food Kitchen. Have you ever gone there? Oh, yeah. How did that work out afterwards? That was very... That was very. I, you know, what I said, was that I, let like? Let me try to eat healthy because this is the thing I'm doing now. Is you know I'm trying to eat healthy for Lent. 
for for Lent, as for we Lent, mentioned. Remember, he's yesterday. given up gluttony. Yes, for so Lent. I had, I had, I tried a teriyaki tofu quinoa bowl with a, a bottle of kombucha. You might as well coat your lower intestine with Teflon. Okay, so. Uh, but that night, uh, it was Fat Tuesday that I went, so that night I did go to the Palm. By coincidence, I don't go that often, but I had gone to the Palm and got a steak, and I think it counteracted the the movement, shall we say, of the quinoa tofu kombucha, and it came to a standstill. So, I haven't gone to the bathroom wait, since. Okay, wait, wait. So <laughs> I'm just in a stasis right now. It's like, that, it's like that Simpsons scene where the doctor's trying to force all the little microbes through the door <laughs> yes, and they yes. get jammed there you could die at any moment at any your, moment your bowels could just fall any, out at any moment because i'm still eating question i'm still Hulk eating question. it's rock right. hard no it's gonna be yes. question yes sonny so just to be clear you 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 have started your gluttony free diet with your lunch at the nonsense health food restaurant yes yes because it was very healthy which you followed up with dinner at the Palm, well, that was where you had a Tuesday, steak. so it was before Lent. It was the day. It was the uh-huh. night before. He Lent. had to. I, it's I, in the Bible. Sonny, exactly. since you're not a man steak. of faith, you that's don't right. understand that it's in the Bible that on Fat Tuesday you, you go to the Palm and have a porterhouse. Have a. I didn't. <laughs> it's, I it's in Leviticus. You have to have the forty-eight I, ounces. No, yes. I had the New York if you, strip. If you don't eat at least three pounds of red meat, and Moab said to Shiram, "Thou shalt have the ribeye and shrimp cocktail." Uh, and the Lord I, saith, <laughs> if you order it above medium rare, I shall smite thee with my vengeance. Do you remember in The Simpsons, and Lisa has the science project that her mother helps her with the digestive system, and it's actually interactive where the food goes through the mouth and out, and then Nelson Muntz says, hey, I think I just solved the, you know, solved the world hunger crisis, and he grabs the bottom and stuffs it in the mouth, and the whole thing explodes on the bus. <laughs> it's basically what's happening. Um, I will end on this note, which is uh, one of a substandard listener, uh, Timothy Lewis on Twitter, uh, said, and I quote, um, uh, this is after talking about my taking the teriyaki tofu quinoa bowl and kombucha. He said, sand is to sandblaster as quinoa is to the digestive system. Adding kombucha is like taking the limiter off the air compressor. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. how he, but in other words, explosive. Speaking of explosive, over the Whoa! weekend, Black Look Panther. Black Panther was explosive at the box office, taking in, this is a four-day weekend total, $242 million. Followed by Peter Rabbit at 17.6 million and Fifty Shades Freed with 17.3 million. JVL, you did not see it. No, but I hear we had a special guest, Jimmy the Greek, who saw it for us. No, <laughs> oh, very good. Wow. Oh, uh, yeah. Not going there. Mm. Not going there and explaining. Those were special I effects. Did not, I did not see it because I am an ally of anti racism. I, I chose not to see it on opening weekend, but I bought a ticket. I just didn't go to the theater, and I will but buy a ticket the next ticket weekend to help with. And I think probably by weekend wow. four, wow. I will, with my ticket purchase, actually go mm. to the theater to sit and uh, absorb all the mm. wisdom that this movie has mm-hmm. to to give me mm-hmm. on thin ice. Uh, Sonny, you saw it, and I saw it, and I wasn't sure if Gene saw it. He saw it. <laughs> <laughs> but he's hey, everybody, enjoy the last episode of the Substandard. <clears throat> I wasn't sure if I should review Black Panther. It's the kind of movie that will give you pause. It'll claw at your conscience. Black Panther is ferocious in defending his land and preventing a global catastrophe. 
Get me out of here. I could go on, but I'm not feline like it. I hope we see more of Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther, a.k.a. Prince T'Challa, in Shala. For breakfast, I had Shala. Bread. Beware of the villains. Andy Serkis is just precious in his role as Ulysses Claw, and he's awfully tricksy, too. Killmonger is played by Michael B. Jordan. His battle for the throne goes down to the wire. All he wants is that throne. I guess you could say it's his creed. You might be wondering, what kind of movie is this? (laughs) (laughs) Always bet on black. Panther. It's a fun movie, and I give it three stars. Once you go to see Black Panther, you'll never go back. Gotta go. Sonny, he gave him three. He gave Black Panther three stars. Was Michael B. Jordan in The Wire? Yes, he was Wallace. The most saddest, most powerful scene in the entire series. That that's where you're an editor, and you just said most saddest. The most saddest. That's fine. I was so affected by this, uh, where um, Bodhi. And and Poot, kill him. That's right. That's right. And yeah. who, because God. of Idris Elba, he just yeah, Elba yeah, gives yeah, him yeah. the order. So that he's God, probably I, the snitch, yeah. and he wasn't. And he had lived. He was living with his aunt, I think, somewhere out in the, in the sticks. And then he biggest mistake he made. He came back, and his death is probably is the saddest thing I've seen in the entire Wire series. Yeah, yeah. Right? Remember how awful that was. Yeah. If you feel like it. Go check show. it out on YouTube. People should watch that show. It's it's a good show. JVL, don't skip. Don't watch. You don't have to watch the series, but you should watch that scene. It's something else. How about a big boy review, Sonny? Plus, spoiler alert. I assume. Yeah, spoiler. We're gonna be talking. We're gonna since everybody on the planet saw Black Panther this weekend. Apparently, we're gonna be seeing. We're gonna be talking spoilers here. All right, go for it. Uh, so Black Panther is the 18th entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, it picks up essentially, it picks up, kind of picks up where, uh, Captain America Civil War dropped off. If you remember that movie, uh, the King of Wakanda, T'Chaka, was killed by, uh, a terrorist who was kind of posing as Bucky Barnes slash the Winter Soldier, whatever, all that. Point is, T'Challa's king. Before we get to Wakanda, however, we do we go through kind of a uh, a a an origin story of the African nation of Wakanda. Now, Wakanda not a real place. Important to keep that in mind. Not a real place, uh, but it is. Uh, it, it was founded many, many, many years ago, thousands of years, hundreds of years ago, some in indeterminate amount of time ago, after a big rock uh, of vibranium fell into planet Earth, crashed into Earth, crashed into Africa. And the five tribes that were around it came together. And one of the tribes was like, I'm out. I don't want any part of this. But the other four tribes came together. And they, they created this, this paradise of technology and, uh, and, and, and excess and et cetera. And while the world around it ripped itself apart, uh, we see a montage of uh, uh, slavery and colonialism and World War II and then, you know, uh, 9-11 or whatever. And then I, I can't remember if 9-11 was actually, I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, but like, but, uh, but you know, the, the Wakanda kept itself hidden, kept itself hidden away while Africa was colonized and enslaved. And I'm going to come back to this in a minute, but, but uh, point is Wakanda secret. 
but Wakanda sends its spies out through the world and where the movie picks up we're in I think it's 1992 in Oakland and the brother of the king is is trying to prepare an insurrection in the cities it's one of the uprisings as we call the riots uh, that that take place in the inner cities occasionally uh, and he in the king is like hey you can't do this you got to come back to Wakanda with us. You can't go around stealing our vibranium and selling it to terrorists and giving weapons to the inner city. We don't want that. And he's like, this is BS, man. I'm gonna, we're gonna take over the world. And T'Chaka's like, no, you can't do that. Anyway, brother gets killed. T'Chaka kills uh, the brother. And the- Sterling the, Brown. Who is uh, played by Sterling K. Brown. He's well, great. You mean the he's king's great. actual brother? You're not using slang for a The king's actual brother. The king's actual brother. American yes, person. Yes. No, okay. I w- I'm not gonna use any slang in this. Uh, in this review. Just this to be clear. A, this is a slang-free zone. Uh, so anyway, uh, fast forward to modern day. T'Challa is taking the the throne, and he is he is faced by a challenge from the one tribe that you know went away all those years ago. And they this is how they choose their kings, is it's you know bloodlines, but you can also challenge for the throne. Long story short, T'Challa wins. Uh, Wakanda is, you know, joyous and happy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we then uh, pick up the kind of B-plot, which involves Andy Serkis, who is who plays Claw. And Andy Serkis is fantastic in this movie as Claw. He's, like, over the top and, like, kind of crazy and wide-eyed. And he should really do more live-action stuff. It's so much better than all that dumb ape nonsense. Uh, and he, he uh, is stealing a vibranium artifact from a... Uh, from a museum. The museum doesn't know that it's vibranium. They are informed of this by the character who's played by Michael B. Jordan. His name, he has the best name in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, is Killmonger. Absolutely. He's is he Killmonger. a bad guy? He is supposedly the bad guy of this movie. Uh, we'll get, we'll, again, His we'll name get, is Killmonger, and he's the, the villain. He's the villain. The I mean, okay. I'm, I'm okay. frankly, right. well, we, we can discuss this again just in, like in a minute. Killmonger. Uh, so anyway, Killmonger and Claw, they, they get away with the vibranium, uh, and Killmonger then heads to Wakanda, and we find out that uh, Killmonger is the, the actual, he's actually the cousin of T'Challa. Uh, he was the son of the brother who was killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has come to claim the throne, and he wins, because he's actually a badass. He's a badass. Yeah. And he uh, wants to send the weapons, the vibranium weapons, out into the world so all of the world governments can be overthrown and uh, uh, black people can take over. So this is like the basic plot of the film, and, and it's, it's about trying to stop And he technically won. That. He technically oh, won he that won. Oh, he won that battle. He kicked T'Challa's it ass was right like, off the bat. You mountain. know what? It was like, uh, T'Challa was like Apollo Creed in Rocky Four. It was decisive. Yes, yes, except he doesn't die. Yeah, right. apparently. Uh, anyway, so the, the, it, it is a very standard, fair Marvel movie. It is a there. It is shot in kind of the house anti style. There's nothing really that uh, inventive or unique about how it looks. Uh, it is it is uh, fine. It is good. I actually like it. I like it. I would I would put it firmly in the second quartile of Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. It's like better than Ant Man. It's better than Ant Man. It's not as good as like Captain America: Civil War. I would say it's about as good as Spider Man: Homecoming. That's about where we are with this movie. That's what I would say. 
you know, I have to admit Wakanda looked like a lovely place to visit for vacation, but I thought to myself, how would I go about getting there? For instance, did you know that the average family visits five totally different websites before booking a vacation rental? You could spend less time planning your next trip and more time relaxing with Tripping.com, the world's number one site for vacation rentals. Tripping.com is trusted by millions of travelers and featured by the New York Times, Travel and Leisure, Forbes, and more. Whether you're looking for a cabin or a beachfront home to get away to this winter or already looking ahead to vacations this spring, Tripping.com can help you find the perfect place to stay. Vacation rentals offer flexibility, perks, and amenities that hotels don't, like multiple bedrooms, backyards, hot tubs, free Wi-Fi, and even fully stocked kitchens so you can plan and cook your own meals. Great for families and large groups. With Tripping.com, one search lets you filter, compare, and sort over 10 million available properties on trusted sites like VRBO, TripAdvisor, Booking.com, and more. Don't wonder if you're getting the best deal. You'll save an average of 18% per night by booking your vacation with Tripping.com. So don't forget, if you want to save time and money while booking the perfect vacation rental for your next trip, head to Tripping.com slash substandard today. That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G dot com slash substandard, Tripping.com slash substandard. So... Before before we get into the question and answer session, JBL, which I know you're you're raring to get. Oh at, yeah, which I know you're raring to get at, and I want you to know mm-hmm. you have to be careful on this. I'm not trying to very careful. Lose. All right, but I, I the one thing that should be noted is that Killmonger is 100 percent right and totally the hero of this film. <laughs> I, look, the the problem Killmonger looks at what Wakanda has done, which is create a paradise for itself while its fellows are enslaved, while they while they're nations are destroyed while its continent is divvied up and stripped of all of its uh stuff natural resources natural resources and and wakanda said no we're not going to do anything about this and this is bullshit this is bullshit and uh killmonger is totally right that the only way to fight imperialism is with imperialism of your own so killmonger is a neocon and wakandans are trumpites who want to like well, no, make control. Control. I would say well, definitely make Wakanda great again. I mean, they're Wakanda first. Literally, they're literally isolationists. They they want it. They, by the end of the well, film, of course, you no. find the neocon. Well, by the end to of be the, the film, the true. By the end of the film, though, they're actually neoliberals because at, again, at the end of the film, what happens? The stinger is no? no, not even the stinger. At the end of the film, the Wakandans uh, go to the inner city where the movie started in Oakland, and they say they're going to start buying up properties. They're going to buy up uh, apartment buildings and put in a Whole Foods, and they're going to put in cultural oh, centers. <laughs> They're no. going to put in cultural centers that will be that will serve as beacons of light. But what they're actually going to do is raise all the property values in those areas. Because you know who's going to want to go to those Wakandan cultural sites? White hipsters. <laughs> Just going to be flooding in. The, it's Richard Florida's argument all over again, and it's going to force out mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. the population mm-hmm. not, not that good. already lives not there. Good. It's just gentrification. Oh. Wakanda Wakanda is uh, cowardly isolationism followed by. Uh, gentrifying neoliberalism. That's what Wakanda stands for. Killmonger, Team Killmonger. Hail President Killmonger. JVL. Question. Yes. So this is the first ever movie based on a black comic hero, correct? No, 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 no. And I, look, (laughs) so I know that this drives you particularly batty. So just answer the question, Sonny. This drives you particularly batty. Uh, I, I mean, I've, I've it drives you batty too. I've literally written the piece on this. I've, I've yes. already written it. I'm just setting you up. Just, okay. just play along. Okay, go ahead. Yes or no? Start over again. Question. Yes. So this is the first ever movie based on a black comic book hero. No. 
Question. Yes. Yes. So this is the first big budget movie based on a black superhero? No. Question. Yes. So this is the first superhero movie helmed by an African-American director? No. Question. Yes. Black Panther is the best comic book movie ever made? Mm, No. Oh, okay. Okay. That's all very interesting. I have more questions, but if you'd like to take a digression here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look. This is what I object to about this movie. Right, right. So you, you, let me, why don't you, why don't you explain to the people your uh, annoyance with the hype about this movie? I don't like being force-fed cultural opinions because they're politically correct. I don't. I just don't like it. I rebel against it. I don't like authority. Period. But I especially don't like this. But we'll get to this in a minute, because I have like a, an actual real critique of Hollywood and how Hollywood I think has done a tremendous disservice to African American audiences. But that's a separate question from this, which is all virtue signaling. Question. Yes. Black Panther is the story of a prince of a hidden kingdom that no one knows exists who has magical armor and powers that are ill-defined, and this royal hero realizes he has to go outside of his kingdom to help protect the world from an interlobal who wants global war. Isn't that basically the plot of Wonder Woman? Yes. Question. Yes. Wakanda is a monarchy and not a republic or a representative democracy. Doesn't that make it morally inferior to America? Ooh, uh, hard to say because... For the record, democracy is broken. (laughs) Question. Yes. Wakanda is a seat of advanced technology because it randomly got hit with an asteroid that carried with it a precious natural resource. Does the political and economic experience of nations made rich by a single natural resource suggest this is likely or even possible? Mm, Like when you look around the Middle East, do you see a lot of countries that are... Like Dubai. technologically advanced and have done really well for their people because they have uh, natural. I mean, this is a whole branch but of economic they, but theory. But they don't have what they don't have. JVL is vibranium. Yeah, vibranium. Vibranium is basically magic. It's magic metal. It it, it heals cures, spinal injury. Cures too. cancers. It's, it's spinal injuries. I mean, the the idea of establishing cultural centers throughout in major cities throughout the world is literally what the House of Saud does. Mm, mm-hmm. It's just Wahhabism. Question. Yes. Isn't it true that T'Challa is actually the least interesting Black Marvel hero? compared to let's rank the black marvel heroes number one nick fury number two luke cage number three sam wilson number four t'challa no one denies this sam, question sam wilson who's sam wilson that's the falcon, the falcon. Jesus. Oh, falcon. <laughs> oh excuse me nerd alert <laughs> question why wasn't tani hisi coates given a writing credit he was given a special thanks in the credits but he didn't write the script, so... But story by, he wrote the Black Panther series until it got canceled because only 800 people bought the book each month. You know who You know who does... You, well, the the main Black Panther book has not been canceled, but the, like, spin-off The, the Ta-Nehisi yeah. Coates no, Black the, Panther book got canceled, didn't no, it? No, no, it's still... I, I don't think believe... so. Unless it got canceled in the last, like, two or three months. I don't I don't think it's been canceled. I'll effort this, but okay. I believe the Tiny Easy Coats book got canceled because he like, was very upset about it. There was like a spin-off. A no, there was like a spin-off book, like a team-up book or something that got canceled. But the the main Black Panther book has not been canceled. Question. Yes. If Tanahisi Coates had been given a writing credit, Black Panther would be then a shoe-in for Best Picture next year, as opposed to merely being a movie which Variety is already running stories talking about whether or not it's going to win Best Picture next yes. year. That's right. Okay. That's it. Those are all my questions. Yeah. I just, I hate this. I hate it so much. See, here's- And it drives me crazy. But here's here's the problem. Here's my, my critique of your critique, which is that it has nothing to do with the actual movie itself. And it has nothing I'm to not do- I'm not critiquing the movie. And it has, I'm, I'm critiquing and it, but, the, right, the culture right, right. But you're, around but you're the angry, movie. But you're angry at the movie. 
No, you are. You no. are. You are angry at I the movie. I am angry. And you're at the angry. Ridiculous you're, people. But here's, who treat the movie like it's something here's, else. Here's here's my take on this: is that I, I'm I'm a very Zen individual, as you, you know. I'm yes. practically Buddhist. You're not angry at all. I'm practically Buddhist, and what I have realized over the last couple of years uh, of of nonsense and silliness online is that I have to stop caring how other people view a product and how they choose to experience it and how they choose to be excited about it. And this is, I, I wrote a, I wrote a piece about this uh, at the beginning of the year for the Washington Post. Like, I, I'm just going, I'm just not going to get worked up about people who are excited in the wrong ways for things. I'm just not going to do it anymore. I think, like, if people want to get excited about their nonsense, then they can get excited about their nonsense. I don't have to buy into it, and I can critique it, as I did, again, in a, a piece highlighting the fact that, wait, did you leave Blade off your list of black... No. Marvel superheroes? Oh, oh, what was who Oh, was, I you know, I, I guess I I did because did. I was thinking of the the MCU as we have it currently yeah. and he had, Blade is not integrated into the MCU okay. as it exists okay. now. So, uh, but the but the but the but I, I like if people want to get excited about this, I don't really care. People want to get excited about this. If they want to say things that are wrong, I'm happy to correct them. If they want to say like there was an absurd salon piece that went beyond the like kind of standard ways of being wrong about about Black Panther that said something like uh, Black Panther is the first blockbuster format film with a black lead, which is just simply that is that is not it's not just wrong. It's offensively wrong. It erases the entire career of Will Smith. It erases most of the career of Denzel Washington. Like you are you are just looking you you are looking in in. Uh, while I understand the urge to generate clicks by saying that this is the first of something, this is the best of something, this is the greatest, whatever, it, that is that is simply factually wrong. And, and there's no reason not to make fun of people who are like that. But uh, if people are going to get excited about the movie, I like I can't, I can't, I can't uh, fault them for it. And I and I, it doesn't bother me. It bothers me in the same way that the like insane fan reactions for the Last Jedi bothered me. I would say now, if I could briefly, Vic. I'm- just quickly make a digression here to the point that I think Hollywood has ill-served African-American audiences historically. And if you look at the economics of it, <clears throat> there's a huge African-American audience there waiting to consume movies made for and by African-Americans. Just about every Tyler Perry movie opens to $25 million. Medea Goes to Jail opens to $40 million. Straight out of competent opened to sixty million. When you adjust it for inflation, Martin Lawrence movies have grossed more than two billion dollars. There's a reason that he was the biggest star in the world for three years during the mid aughts. And there is no reason that Hollywood has not made more movies for African American audiences, except for maybe, you know, the liberal one, which is just that Hollywood is a little bit racist. I mean, this is I just as a matter of economics, I can't understand why this doesn't happen. And so as an economic proposition, movies like Bad Boys 2 and Boomerang do great. Uh, I am all for, all for Hollywood making more movies, buying for African-American filmmakers, with starring African-American stars and leads, not only because many of these movies will be good, but also because just as an economic proposition, this is something Hollywood ought to be doing. It is it is good for the bottom line. Uh, that said, I just don't want people posturing and preening and pretending that something is what it clearly is not that's all and i look forward to seeing black panther i am going to i plan on fully enjoying it in the theater that's all thank you jvl 
Uh, I had some questions. One, first of all, uh, I was disappointed that there were no other superhero cameos in the movie. Well, I was actually a little bit confused by this, too, because my understanding from the end of Civil War was that basically all of the Avengers except for like the Iron Man team in Civil War had fled to Wakanda. And like the, the ads for Avengers Infinity War kind of suggest that they're all over there. The only, the only, there was the stinger at the end with the Winter Soldier. Oh, see, I didn't see that. Okay, so tell me about the stingers. There are two of them. There's two. The first, the first mid credits one is, is so like people were worried about this film being overly political and being like, uh, and it, it isn't for the most part. It, no. There is an ideological struggle, as I, as I mentioned, kind of between T'Challa and Killmonger about like what is the proper role of Wakandan society in the, in the face of oppression and genocide, whatever. But like that is like a, that is an ideological thing. There, the, 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 first mid credits stinger is like an actual like political diatribe it is mm. t'challa at the united nations oh talking about how we need to we need to tear down borders and walls and we need to build bridges right. to people which right. is pretty rich coming from literally the most isolationist uh country in the history of the world whatever what i i don't care um the, the and then there's a post credits stinger in which uh bucky barnes the winter soldier is uh, kind of up and wandering around Wakanda, and really? Shuri—that uh, was, I think, the name of T'Challa's sister—Shuri—is uh, saying, you know, we can fix your brain or whatever. I don't know, but the point is, with vibranium, he, I assume vibranium nanobots will go in his brain and fix it, but because you know, it's that magic, was, it's was a magic. He wandering world. the streets of Wakanda, you know, he was like by a lake or something. I don't know. He was like hanging out with the animals, so, the hippos. So that was the only. Uh, that's the only cameo. That's it. Well, but then there's also Claw, who was in uh, right. Avengers, Avengers Ultron, Ultron. Uh, Age of Ultron, that's and right. then there was also Martin Freeman's character, the CIA agent, who was in uh, Captain America: Civil War. So, I don't even remember him in. Yeah, Civil he was War. in Civil War. I always thought that Freeman would have been better off as a Shield agent. But well, I mean, remember they don't have Shield anymore because they right. because that's the, the Shield is the Nazis. Did or whatever. you find it very Huge mistake? Did it was really I mean, huge it, like, storytelling yeah, huge mistake. mistake. Yeah, did you find it odd to have Martin Freeman trying to speak with the American accent? Because part of the time I thought he didn't have. It's just very weird and distracting listening to him not speaking the way he spoke. No, that didn't bother me. No, really. No, I, I had I had issues with that. Forrest Whitaker was worse. Forrest Whitaker, I I, I really really like Forrest Whitaker, oh, and so he's do I. so he's in this movie as like a priest to like kind of inaugurates the new Black Panther every, you know. So, like, the the way Black Panthers get their powers, they eat this fruit that's, like, been mutated by vibranium or something. I don't know. And uh, his, his he's, like, the priest who kind of, like, brings, brings everyone into it. And he is just, he's, like, a straight-up exposition dumping device, which he kind of was in Rogue One as well. But in Rogue One, they let him do interesting things yeah. with his voice and, like, his bodily tics. And here he's just kind of talking. And it's like, I, my son totally wasted. My son recognized him immediately. He said, it's Saw Gerrera. That's what he said. What did your What did Michael think of? He liked it, but he I don't I don't know if he I, I don't think. What did he like? How did he like it? In he gave it a thumbs up. He gave it Marvel a thumbs movies. up, but I think it was. It, he's kind of like eh. yeah, 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 yeah. Eh. He, he liked it, but I, you know, it's not like he's still talking about it or obsessed with it the way he was after other movies yeah. that he's seen. Have you written your Killmonger is right take? Uh, I, I I plan on. I didn't want to. I I look. I'm going to be honest. I didn't want to write it after the first weekend because I didn't want <laughs> I didn't want to seem needlessly provocative. So instead. Uh, this week I've written a ringing defense of Zack Snyder. Uh, that's that's how I spent my week. <laughs> I think I might write it next. I think I might write it next weekend because I mean, look, he's right. He is he's the hero of this movie, and the fact that 
uh, T'Challa, you know, thinks that thinks that he is good for Wakanda is bad for Wakanda. Please, please make the point that Wakanda has the Trumpian view of. But I see. Policy. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm if you not, want to be provocative and you want to get some hate clicks, I don't really. I, I Breitbart's already done that. I don't really feel the need to to go that way. You know what you would find very, uh, find many things problematic, but annoying, I think, with the movie JVL is spaceships. We are now at the point of spaceships now, right? Oh, yeah. It's no have, longer, They have you know, flying ships. It's Yes. It's not longer like a plane. They're like UFOs. The Wakandans have but again, UFOs. But, but this goes back to my point, though, right? That if, all right, so they, again, they, the Wakandans show up in Oakland in 1992 and they have these flying ships, right? You know what happened, like, immediately to Wakanda's... Uh, I don't know, southern or north. I don't know exactly where Wakanda sits on the geography of, of Africa. But you know what happened, like, right next to Wakanda uh, a couple years later? Uh, the Rwandan genocide. Oh, you the, mean, geog- when you, you look at it geographically you know where you, it is. Yeah. You don't think those flying ships and their vibranium weapons could have maybe stopped uh, all of those people from being slaughtered? I mean, I like, again, I don't think that the Wakandans necessarily have the duty to... S- step into World War II and stop the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. That would have been nice mm-hmm. if they had done that, but, you know, whatever. But within their within their sphere of influence, you have a responsibility to stop bad things from happening. And they didn't do it. They they neglected their duties. They neglect... And they're, they're immoral. And the you, Wakandans, immoral. And you know who would have stepped in? Killmonger. Killmonger would have. Right. He would have stopped all this. All right. Killmonger, an American hero, served in the oh, U.S. Yeah. Special Forces in Iraq, Afghanistan. And Iraq, Afghanistan and it, lots of kills, not lots of kills, lots of kills lots on of kills. his butt. American, and we're supposed to we're supposed to act like this American hero taking the throne of an advanced African nation is a bad thing? No, Team Killmonger. <laughs> JVL. As an aside, so Mar- Mar- the Marvel Universe, one of the differentiation points between it and DC was that DC is always set in these fictional towns and fictional Gotham. places, yep. Gotham, Metropolis, uh, Center City, Central City. In Gate, the Marvel- Gatestones, Keystone City? Keystone, Keystone City. Yeah. Uh, Marvel is set in the real world with three exceptions. What and the, the three big exceptions are Wakanda, mm-hmm. Latveria, which is oh, right. Doctor Doom's Doom. oh, right. homeland right. and the Savage Land, which is, which is just in sort of Antarctica. Is that where the Savage Land is? Yeah, it's like isn't it in Antarctica? Like it's I never clear way. to me. Yeah. I always hated the Savage Land. Yeah, yeah. but I hate all, all. I I did not like, and again because I don't like mixing no. things. No, it's a slippery slope too. I like DC because I, and I because I'm just sort of all in on the idea of okay, I'm in a fictionalized world, and I like Marvel because I like the idea of okay, we're in the real world. I always got a little bit hinky when Marvel yeah. started doing the, you know, hey, look, it's real, but it's not real. It's real, but it's not real. Right. And in the same way that I don't like mixing my Guardians of the Galaxy with my Avengers. You know, I, I don't like the X-Men going out into outer space to Tamaran or whatever, you know, whatever world they they yeah. headed off to. I, I just, th- these, it strikes me that once you start doing that, you wind up in the same storytelling cul-de-sac that time travel puts mm-hmm. you in, mm-hmm. which is that, you know, you open that genie out of the bottle and then yeah. like all That's things right. are permitted. That's and right. yeah, no, I think, I think this is, I think this is fair and I do. Th- and, uh, but uh, you know, this kind of also creates a, a real moral incoherence with Wakanda that I'm kind of picking at here. Right. 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 Which no, is I... like, if you, if you want to, if you want to say that Wakanda is real, which is, you know, if you want to say like Wakanda forever, and this is the model that we need to live by, we need a Africa untouched by colonialism and look at what all they could do. Well, you know what they did? They did nothing. They did nothing mm-hmm. for the people of Africa, mm-hmm. and I, I, like they were happy in their own little world. They're happy in their yeah. own little world, and yeah. I, you, if you want to celebrate that sort of 
uh, moral iniquity, then go for it. I Ooh, I choose. I reject goodness. it. Wow. Moral iniquity, sunny bunch. Well, I'm looking forward. Isolationism to seeing it. is bad. I'm looking forward to seeing Black Panther this weekend. It'll be great. Wonderful. Okay. It's firmly the second quartile of MCU movies. It's right. How in, much hate? How much hate? I did you did, get for no, saying I that? I didn't. I actually didn't get very much because again, I like I. I well, first off, nobody reads my reviews, so it doesn't really matter. I can write anything I want. I could write it was the worst movie ever made. You've got like forty-eight thousand very... Twitter followers. <laughs> yeah, and growing, your... and burgeoning. Uh, but the but the but I I but I think I wrote I wrote my review in such a way that made it hard to attack from any of the like look at these dumb right wingers angles. Interesting. Okay. Well, I guess we're ready to move on. Sure. All right, Spirit of the Week is uh, an oldie but a goodie, filibuster, uh, dual cask, the boondoggler it's called, a bountiful bloviating blend of rye and bourbon, artfully aged in a carcass of Coobridge, including American French oak and sherry barrels. Thank you to our friends at the at filibuster. Corrections, additions, I have one. Shoot. Okay. Uh, it's not, it's, a, it's an addition. It's an addition. Uh, Trexosaurus 14 recently gave us five stars, said, loved you guys for a while, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It instantly was required to review you guys because of the reference. P.S. How do I get a job with you guys? I'm an aspiring journalist movie critic. Sonny Bunch, go. Do literally anything else. Don't do this. It's impossible to make a living. Uh, you'll, you'll just be unhappy. Uh, and the only reason I'm able to do this is because I, I weaseled my way into it 15 years ago. And uh, anyone who's trying to get into it now should just start a letterbox account and you, work at a law firm. You did not, when you were in high school, you didn't say, I want to grow up to be a movie critic? No, when I was in high school, I said, I, I, I read a bunch of John Grisham books. I was like, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a lawyer. Oh, and then I got to school and I was what like, happened? I, went, I got to school and I was like, God, school sucks. College sucks. I don't want to have to like actually put in the effort to be good at doing and like go to a good law school. Uh, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like kind of dick around and wind up at the Weekly Standard <laughs> and write about movies. One thing and, then, and you decide, and, then, and, then and that's what you decide. You decided at the Standard when well, you I was were working. The, I was at the Standard and I had a job that really only took about ten hours a week to do. Uh, and because because I was a little bit bored, I started writing movie reviews. Yes, and then, you did. And then online, uh, online for the for the website. John Podhortz, of course, is the great Weekly Standard film critic. And yes. I did not want. I I ran <laughs> things by him. I was like, Hey, I'm gonna, I want to write about this with this week. And he would say, oh, That's fine. I'm going to write about the singing and dancing movie. So I was like, Okay, that that's great. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, I just got that. And. And uh, uh, so instead, I wrote online and just like kind of on, on some of the smaller films, some of the DVD releases. <laughs> and it happened that my uh, my future editor at the Washington Times was reading some of the stuff and was like, "Hey, you want to write for me?" I was like, "Yeah, okay, sure." And then because there's literally no one in in the conservative media who can write about movies with any sort of intelligence yeah. except for like me and Kyle Smith and. <laughs> Uh, uh, and John Christian Podhoritz. Toto, Podhoritz. John Podhoritz and Well, I already mentioned John Podhoritz, no, the great John Podhoritz. Sure. Uh, uh, you know, the, it, anyway, it's, it, there's a dearth of talent. Yes. So, and you, okay, great work because you just convinced him, I think, to become a movie critic. <laughs> don't, do really, don't do I, it. Don't do it. I feel like I want to start just writing letter, reviews. Just, just okay. get a real job, <laughs> review things on Letterboxd. You'll be much happier. <laughs> JVL, to be a journalist, yes, no, what's going on? Uh... Complicated question. Email me offline. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, but you didn't want to. You didn't grow up saying I want to be a, a writer. No, I didn't, Vic. <laughs> and yet you're so happy. 
Why is it so cold in here suddenly? You, you're so chill. happy with the way your life has turned no, out. No, it's all it's always bad when we go back to like, my childhood and we talk about like how I was supposed to be a doctor and then uh, I didn't get into medical school. And no, this is an unhappy conversation. We, we are moving yes. on. I wanted to join the foreign service. That's why I went to uh, Georgetown for international relations, and then I failed the exam. Did you want to be the stationed psychological in... aspect for some reason? But did what? you want to be stationed in Berlin? Oh, uh, wherever I can get a chance to, I, I'd go anywhere, but I. Didn't study for that. Uh, you didn't study for the foreign service I did not, exam. I was at the tombs like the night before, and I thought I'd rise. I said, you know what? Four years or three and a half years, I'm pretty good. I could take this. The pass rate on that thing is only like ten percent. I only knew two classmates from our school of foreign service that actually went to the foreign service that year. Um, and uh, five or six years later, a friend of mine, she decided she wanted to go to the foreign service, and she had a she uh, did much better, and she she made it in. So I said, congratulations to her. But, um, the, the, you know, I said, you know, be prepared because, you know, you got a hardship post, right? Her first post was Tokyo. And I said, you're awfully lucky because your second post is going to be hard. And her second post was Buenos Aires. And she said, man, I am on a roll. Her third post, uh, post was Lahore, Pakistan. Ooh. And that, moving on. That's a, that's a tough one. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, okay. Uh, that is all the time we're giving to this episode. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments. Tweet us at Victorina Mattis, at Sunny Bunch. At JV Last. If you want to learn how to be a journalist, tweet at JV Last. Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher. Just type in substandard under podcasts. We're there. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Until next time. Do you have outtakes? I have one. All right, go on. Do you have something else you want to? Well, I just want to. I, I just want to throw this out there. Okay. Uh, I want to get on the record on this. Mm-hmm. I think that it is pretty obvious at this point that Black Panther will outgross Last Jedi, uh, and I would not be shocked if it grosses more than the Avengers as well. Wow, the original Avengers. The original Avengers, and I'm going to throw this out there. I think it might get as high as Avatar. Oh, jeez. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I look, it's grossed two hundred forty-two million dollars already. That is more than Last Jedi, uh, and there's there's a slight apples to oranges thing here because we, there was a holiday Monday, uh, but Last Jedi dropped like a stone, and I don't think this movie is going to drop like a stone. There's no competition against it, and, and it has become a point of political pride to go see it and i think that that is going to drive business for a long time i mean there's really nothing up it's against the progressive this. titanic it is uh, basically basically yeah, yeah i mean i like i think there's there's i i do think that this movie is going to do exceedingly well at the box office speaking of avatar our friend john Podhorts was in disney world on a family vacation and went on the avatar ride oh isn't he, there like a whole avatar universe, universe yes so he says you know, he says to remind people, you know, he does not, uh, he was never a fan of the movie, right? Did not like the movie. He said, that said, most amazing ride he has ever been on hmm. was Avatar. What so. kind of ride? Did you go on this when no, you were No, it there wasn't recently? ready yet. No, it was not there it's, when it's I was It's at Universal, right? It's uh, not... Disney World. It's Disney oh, it's World. Disney? Yeah, it, 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 it's. Disney owns that too. Disney, that doesn't sound right to me. Universal? 
I don't. I was at Universal. I wasn't there, and they weren't preparing that one. I think it's Disney. So is it? What like is it? It could be is in one of the a, other not 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 in Magic Kingdom. Is it a me. is it a coaster with augmented reality? I think it's a slow or, ride that maybe turns into roller coaster Jurassic Park. So I have no idea. Or you just sit there in a thing with three D glasses in front of an IMAX? No, scene you're moving and it around. Moves no, 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 you're moving like through actual Back to the Future topography terrain, actual terrain. You're going through actual terrain. And they have that like the floating continent thing effect and everything else. I was reading all about it. Uh, Sonny, you're looking it up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. keep going. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's where he lives. It is at Disney. Yeah. It is at Disney. Yeah, it was I, at, we're yeah. at the Animal <laughs> Kingdom or one of those sections. So. But it's like, I. Mm. They anyway. own everything. Yeah. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, okay, so uh, what I was going to say is um, playing, you know, the Lego Lord of the Rings on Xbox, it's fine, but it's really not my cup of tea. So I decided that I would get my own game to play when the kids are sleeping for the Xbox 360. And I got. Call of Duty, which I've never played before, but people like our friend Mr. Goldfarb and others seem to like it. It's good to sort of like, you know, a, a, a first-person shooter game. I was really excited. I haven't started playing it yet. And then I turned the back and said, oh, look who's the president in Call of Duty. Oh, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey is, on, is featured on Call of Awkward. Duty Advanced Warfare. And you forget, and he was on top of the world. Yeah. Literally, yeah. Well, I mean, the 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 sneaking around missions where you have to escape from Kevin Spacey's bedroom are really the highlight that, of that game. Is that in the That's game? That's my understanding. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure it's fine. 